Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansville, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Miller, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. Spirit, speak to us in a way that we'll understand. Let your will be done in the name of Jesus. Amen. Please be seated. Okay, it's a blessing to see you. And I want to believe that God has something for us. Tonight, I want to bring an end to our discussion on how to grow your basenta, and then we'll go to something else. Amen. amen. Say amen. amen. Good. Acts chapter 2. So we want to read our main scripture again. Acts chapter number 2, verse 41 through to 47. The Bible says that then they that gladly received his word were baptized. And the same day there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. So even just from here, you can see that God wants to add to what we are doing. May God add to what we are doing. Amen. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and breaking of bread and prayer. And fear came upon every soul and many wonders and signs were done by the apostles, and all that believed were together and had all things in common, and sold their possessions and goods and parted them to all men as every man had need. And they, continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking of bread from house to house, did eat their meat with gladness and singleness, of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily, such as should be saved. Amen. May God add savable people to us. You know, there's no detail in the scriptures that are unnecessary. The Bible says God added them that should be saved. You see, in the first scripture, 41, it said those who were saved were added. Those who believed were baptized. And God added to the church. But then he says, every day God was adding to the church those who should be saved. It means that God was adding a certain type of people to the church. Savable people, not time wasters. Do you get it? Savable people to the church. So may God add the right kind of people to your basenta. Hallelujah. Now we looked at a couple of keys that will help us to grow what we are doing. Number one, we looked at prayer, the key of prayer. I said what we are doing is so spiritual that without prayer, it cannot grow. 
without prayer, it cannot grow. And I said, pray for people to be added. Pray for people to be saved. When they are saved, pray for them to be established. Pray for them to grow. Pray for Christ to be birthed in them. Pray and break even the chains of the devil upon them or on them. You are here because some chains have been broken off you. When those chains were not broken because maybe you were strong, they were broken because somebody prayed. Once prayer goes in, chains break. The way to break things, spiritual things, is through prayer. So the Bible says the weapons of our warfare, they are not carnal. They are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Do you get it? So prayer pulls down strongholds. Something that holds somebody down strongly. Prayer pulls it down. So let's not relent in prayer. Hallelujah. I think Acts 1.14, the Bible says, and they continuing in prayer. And these continued in prayer. So prayer must continue. Prayer must never end. The things to pray about for new believers or Christians or for your, they are, they are unending. That's why I just gave you a certain frame. Even one of the things I said we should pray about is to, to pray for the understanding of the people to be enlightened. Because when people understand, they behave differently. When people don't understand, they also behave differently. Have you not had a problem with somebody where they have said it's a misunderstanding? It means either you don't understand the person or the person does not understand you or both of you do not understand one another. Yeah, usually husbands and husband and wives are like that. They are a special group of people. It's almost like people who have decided for the rest of their lives we are not going to understand each other. <laughs> it's like they've made an agreement that we are not going to understand each other on some issues. Do you get it? Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. We also talked about the key of evangelism. Amen. If you don't go out there, you get nobody. You want what you are doing to grow. You want more members to come to your bar center. You want more people to come to the church. The people you are looking for, they are out there. You have to go there and get them. You have to go there and get them. You have to go there. They won't come to you. They will not come to you. You have to go and get them. You have to go and bring them in. We saw from the story in Luke chapter 14, 23, the Bible tells us that. And the servant said unto the master, Luke 14, 23. Luke 14, 23. And the Lord said unto the servant, go into the highways and the hedges and compel them to come in so my house may be full. It means if you don't go out there to go and bring the view, the house will be empty. Your basenta will be empty. You can make jollof. You eat your jollof alone. You have to go out there. It doesn't matter whether it's Ghana jollof or Nigeria jollof. Because right now the right jollof is Ghana jollof. Yeah. After the last competition, Ghana Jollof won. <laughs> yeah. So, until next time, it's Ghana Jollof. 
So you can even make Ghana jollof. The people will not come if you don't go out there to bring them. So evangelism is a key. And any Basenta that is that wants to grow must have regular, eva weekly evangelism. Weekly evangelism means that you have a system for new people to come in. A system for new people to be exposed to your basenta. Now, it's important that you take your basenta seriously. Because you can easily say that, oh, pastor, is the church that does evangelism for people to come to church. No, your basenta to grow, you must do evangelism. Oh, pastor, we are only three members. Yes, the reason why you are only three is because there's no evangelism. If you start doing evangelism, three will become five. Five will become eight. Eight will become ten. Ten will become twelve. Soon, your basenta will be too big to fit into one person's house. But without evangelism, you will stay at the number that you have. And the number that you have, what we call the law of attrition, will apply to it. And it will also reduce. Yeah, that's it. One member will get a job at Tongat. And go to Tongat. And then you are left with two members. And then when you are there, suddenly, one member will, will, will get... Um, admission to UKZN. And they will explain to you that you know something. There's another basenta at UKZN. Look, I've not left the church. I'm in the church. Don't you see me on Sunday? Uh, where we are talking at, is it not the church? We are talking. Look, look, signs that is the church. Number one, that's the pulpit. Number two, that's bishop. So we are all in the church. It's just that for a basenta, I don't see why I should come all the way from UKZN to your basenta in, in Bali. I should come in. Do you know how far Sweetwaters is? I mean, by the time I finish crossing the whole water to get to that, no, 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 no. No matter how sweet it is, it's too far. <laughs> it's too far. But I have seen that there's a guy in the church. Maybe you don't know him. I'll introduce him to you. Do you see? His name is Inzamo. His basenta is just next door to where I'm living. So, I mean, when you put two and two together, it only makes sense to go to his basenta. And last week when I went, it was very nice. I can even invite you to come. I, can, I, just, I didn't even go. I just went to see what they are doing there. Because when I saw, it looked like I knew them. So I went to see. They were singing one of our songs. So I wanted to go and check who is the one copying our song. And when I went, it was in Zamu. So I said, oh, I know this guy. So let me be here. So I think maybe next week you should even come and check it out. By the time you realize, they've even recruited you to go and join the new Basenta. <laughs> yeah. You are now a new Basenta member. Yeah. So, evangelism is important. Amen. Number three was what? Teaching. 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 The third important key is to teach the people. The Bible says in Acts 6 verse 7, and the word of God increased, and the number of disciples multiplied in Jerusalem greatly, and a great company of priests were obedient to the faith. Teaching brings growth. Hallelujah. I can't go into it. Today I want to finish. Number four, follow up and visitation. Or I should put it this way, retention. 
retention. Retention. Retaining what you have. Retention. How do you retain? Through follow-up and visitation. John chapter 6 verse 12, Jesus said, when they, when they were filled, he said unto his disciples, gather up the fragments that remain, that nothing be lost. So to retain is to ensure that you don't lose what is there. Amen. To grow, you must keep what you have. John 18, 9 says, that the saying might be fulfilled, which he spake, of them which thou gavest me, I have lost none. It's important to keep what you have. I say it again. It's for you to increase, you must keep what you have. If you don't keep what you have, you will not increase. If you do not keep what you have, you will not increase. Because anytime you are doing evangelism, but you are losing your members, what it means is that anytime you bring in two people, three people go out. Then the next time you bring in one person, and one other person also goes out. What it means is that you will be at a point of stagnation. You will not increase. So a way of keeping what you have ensures that anyone that you bring in leads to growth. Amen. It ensures that any, anything you bring in is an addition. Anything you bring in is an addition. But if you are just losing everybody, you have three ladies, seven guys, then you go on an outreach, you get two, two, two more guys, you are coming to add, to go to 12. By the time you come, four of the guys have taken one, one girl away. So five people have left. Four guys, one girl. They have all left. So suddenly your 10 has become five and you've come to add three. So you are growing, but you are growing backwards. Do you get it? You are growing in reverse. You, you, you understand? You are growing backwards. So even retaining what you have and even growing slowly brings increase. You see, you may not be growing in leaps and bounds or even in chunks. Maybe you grow by one. Every month you grow by one. If you are retaining what you have, that one will be an addition. But if you are losing just the one that the ones you already have, what you are bringing in will not bring growth. For you to grow that substitution, elimination by substitution, for you to be able to grow while losing some, it means you must be bringing in exceedingly far more than you are losing. It's like you bring in 10, then you lose 3. You bring in 7, then you lose 1. So, whichever way, when you do the math, it's an increase. But honestly speaking, no bacenta grows by 7. If your bacenta was growing 7 every week, you, you can't even contain it. You can't even manage the people. You can't even remember their names. I mean, I've started a new church. The, the shepherds I'm working on, what, what are they? I don't really remember their names. I say, aha, uh -huh. welcome. <laughs> welcome. 
I thought it was only me because maybe the names are strange to me. You that the names are common to you, you can't even remember. There are names you have known since you were a child. You can't remember. Why? Because you just have a certain capacity. Everybody has a limited capacity of memory. If I show you like my guys who have come from mass grave for the service, the reason why I remember their names is that they are the same people, same people over a period of time, same people. Over a period of time, this one is this, this one is that, this one, over a period of time. But the first time I met them, I said, what is the name? Them, them. When I come, I try to remember, I can't even remember. I say, eee. But over a period of time, I remember the names. So when you keep the same people over something, even your care for them increases. Because it's like, even sometimes to have a certain effect on somebody, it, whatever you are doing with them must be sustained and must be continuous before it has a certain effect. You can't do it once off, then boom. If your heart was beating just once off, boom, it beats very hard. I mean, it beats like an earthquake once. Boom! Then it goes to sleep for the rest of the day. be high blood pressure, boom, you have a heart attack. Yeah, even your, your, your arteries will burst. Yeah, but it keeps it good. Boom, boom, so the blood will go and come. Boom, like sustained, so that there's a flow, there's a flow, there's a flow, there's a flow. Flow, there's a flow. So to even have a certain effect, you have to retain the people to be able, even your teaching will not work if you don't retain the people. Because you can't teach people things in one day. I mean, even one day, you give them a teaching, you think they understand. Oh, please. My children used to go to school. Many, they still go to school, though. When they come home, one of them, every day I look at his work, it's the same times table. Two times two, two. Two times three, two. Two times four, two. Two times seven, two. Two times eight, two. Everything times everything is two. I said, okay, no problem. Next year, it will increase. Next year, when he, he came home, I said, what are they teaching you? The two times two, two times two. I said, ah, maybe I'm wasting my school fees. So I should bring this, my child, to come and say, because two times two, I can teach him. Yeah. Because he would do two times table, three, 14 times table, uh, 15 times, 20 times, 21 times table, 13, all types of timetable. He can do all of it. So I said, oh, okay, now my child can do all these timetables. So next year, at least let them teach him colors. He goes to school the next year. He can't say, what did they teach you? Two times two. two. <laughs> Why? Do you think it's the two times that they are teaching them that really? No, no, no. They are training the mind to be able to work in a certain way. And it takes a sustained teaching continuously. The same thing, the same thing, the same thing. So that one day when you meet a complex, any complex situation, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's just a, 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 a multiplicity of 
small, simple situations which have been put together. If the mind can break them into simple, simple, simple things, you will see that it can be solved. That's why we use formulas to solve mathematics questions. You, you apply this formula first. It will break it down to this. If when you are applying a formula, basically you are breaking the thing down. You are breaking the complexity of the thing to its simplicity. That's all. That's all. So the answer, the final answer is the simplest form of the big equation you see up there. So each step is to break it down. So that's why they'll do two times two, two times three. Two is just to crystallize it in the mind. So you want to teach your people to be faithful. You want to teach them to pray. You have to teach them again and again and again and again. If you don't retain them, how do you teach them? How do you teach them? Now, how do you retain them? By constant follow-up and visitation. You can't say you are a successful Bacenta leader when you don't visit, when you don't do follow-up. I mean, let's be serious. How many members do you even have? As a Bacenta leader, because a Bacenta doesn't grow that big. So if you have a Bacenta and you say, let's even start from this week, the number of first-timers that come. Usually maybe two, three. I mean, if you have a Bacenta, you have first-timers, four. Charlie, that's a very successful, I mean, that's a swollen Sunday Bacenta. Bacenta increases by one, two, one, two, one, two. It's like you are testing a microphone. One, two, one, two, one, two. That's how it increases. So if this week two new people have come, you mean you can't follow them up, you can't visit them, you can't call them, you can't check on them for seven days to your next Bacenta meeting? Something in right. I say it again, something in right. Because how many people came? Your last Bacenta meeting, how many people came? Your attendance, we saw it, you filled the Google form. When it came, your attendance was four. So if your attendance is four, your first time is only one. You are saying in seven days or even five days till Sunday, you can't visit this person. That's why the Bacentes, we say, let it be in your area, church in your house. So all the new people who will come, they are in your area. They are in area Wako, just around you like that. So why can't you visit them? On your way from school, going home, from your lectures, you can't say, oh, let me stop by this person's place to check how he's doing. How are you? Oh, how was lectures? Oh, eh, you can't do that. Then you can't retain anybody. Jesus said, after they had fed the 5,000 people, he told his disciples, look, let's gather the fragments that are on the floor. Let's gather all of them and put them in a bag so that none, we don't lose any of them. We don't lose any of them. That's why we pray for first-timers. When they come, we pray for them. First step in, in follow-up is prayer. Because whatever you are doing is a spiritual thing. So pray for the first time. Somebody comes for the first time. It's your main prayer topic for that whole week. I say it again. Somebody comes for your Basenta meeting or your service for the first time. It's your main prayer topic for the week that you are in. Tomorrow I have a prayer and fasting for people who came first time only. First time people who came. Full prayer meeting, full prayer and fast. Because of that, we are not going to eat jollof rice because of these first timers. Yeah. To pray for them. 
So that's the first thing. Pray that. What is the prayer? Pray that they will come again. That's the main prayer. Pray that they will come again. Pray that they will come again. But center leaders must learn to pray. Amen. 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 If you're a Basenta leader, you don't want to pray, then you are in the wrong business. Yeah. Everything that has to do with church, God, is prayer. It's prayer. It's prayer. That's why Jesus taught for only three and a half years and died so that he can go and continue just praying. That's why the Bible says he ever lived to make intercessions, to pray for you and I. He realized that praying for us is more important than even teaching us. Yeah, teach, teach, teach us three and a half years. It's okay. Praying for us, he's praying until he returns. So pray for them. Make time. Take the person one by one. Pray. Paul says, I don't cease to make give thanks for you. Making mention of you in my prayer. How come you don't mention the name of the first timer in your prayer? Then you are surprised when they ghost you on Sunday. Let me tell you, this is a secret between me and you. Don't share it with the first time. They are all planning to ghost you on Sunday. Unless you go into prayer to change their minds. Hmm? Those of you here, you didn't understand. I said, look, all the first timers that you have, they are planning to ghost you the next time. That's their mind. Even as you are talking to the church was very nice. I, li I like the way the bishop preaches, you know. Hey, when he preaches, he'll be moving around like a yo-yo. I'm very happy. I want to see him. I'm so excited. God, nice. uh, next week, I'll be here. What time? What time? 10 o'clock. Oh, no, I can't be. Can't we start at 9? Yeah, oh, then you'll be going to, oh, this church member, she will, she will not share. As she's talking to you, she's already making a man. It's the last time I'm going to come here. So you have to go into the spirit. Since you can't enter into her mind, go into the spirit and change her mind in the spirit. Change her mind in the spirit. Then physically going to see the person. Because when you go and visit someone, when you go and see the, somebody, the person begins to see that, ah, you are very serious about, you are very serious about the person. Amen. Amen. When you go and visit somebody, the person sees that, ah, it's not just um, come to church, come to church, but somebody cares about me. God could have sat in heaven and told us, come to heaven, come to heaven. He said, no, let me send somebody to go and visit them on earth. To let them really see that I care about them and I love them. So he sent his son to come all the way. Do you know how heaven is far? And you are complaining, just 20 runs boats that you will boat to go and visit the person. You say, it's too far. Do you know how far heaven is? Since Jesus left 2,000 years ago that he's coming back, he has still not reached here. You think it's a short, it's a short distance. <laughs> you think it's a short distance. It's not, it cannot be a short distance. It cannot be. It cannot be a short distance. Sumo 17 rounds, even you have a promo. You have a promo. 24 rounds, when they apply your promo, it's 16 rounds. To just go and visit the person, you say you don't want to go. 
Now you want, when you have a meeting, the person should 16, both 16 runs to come to you. Hey, have you forgotten that what goes around comes around? Yeah, that's it. Hallelujah. This is the simple truth. So we have to, we, we have to seriously focus on the people by praying for them, visiting them, showing them that we care. So that, I, I, I'm saying that, listen, take it as, we are all here, okay? I'm, a, I'm an option, Pastor Spice, an option, Pastor Lungani is an option, LP Joel, no, that makes it even, the three of us, we are options, okay? Then, this is the sheep, okay? What will make this person prefer to be with you and not with you? To be with you and not with me? To be with me and not with you? Something must make the person prefer you. To choose you. Mind you, we are not we, we are not the best church in the city. We are just a good church. We are just a good church. And for that matter, a very good church. But we are not the best church in the city. You may be surprised that the church just up the road is even a better church than us. So what will make somebody pass by them and come here? What to make somebody pass? But some of the people you are talking about, they are caught up between two basentes. There's a basenta this way, there's a basenta that way. What to make them decide to go to you and not go to this one? You must do something extra for them to realize that, no, I'm not just a number. I'm not just being brought to us so that four can become five. I see this guy, he really wants to have five people. Every day when he's praying, oh God, oh God, oh God. So he really wants to have five people. So I'm being added so that I can be the fifth person. No, 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 no. Person must feel that I'm a special person. I'm important to this guy. Yeah, you don't even have the person's number. To even call, phone call, you won't do. Oh, please. It's not going to work. So let us rise up to retain the people. Now, one of the things that brings retention is concentration. Concentration. I said retention comes, number one, by what? Prayer. Number two, by follow-up and visitation. Number three, by concentration. The people you concentrate on, you have a higher chance of retaining them. Concentration. You see, Basenta leaders who are not even interested in their sheep. They only remember their sheep when tomorrow is a Basenta meeting. That's when you remember. Ah, and why do you do that? Why do you do Why? When you remember your sheep, ah, why? Why? Hey, that's when you remember that there's this person and there's this, the whole week. You have forgotten about the person so much that you are now, after, after six days, you have now remembered that. And the sheep can feel it. You only remember them, remember them on Saturday. When they, when they see your message, even they don't need to check the calendar, they know tomorrow is Sunday. When they see your number on their phone, they know tomorrow is Basenta meeting. But why can't they get a call from you on Monday when nothing is going to happen anywhere? 
Monday morning, and you are not comp- calling to complain that why didn't you come to church on Sunday? They were in church on Sunday with you every day. But Monday morning, you have just called. Yeah, oh, how are you? I'm not your doctor, but I'm just checking on you. Yeah. Hey, what's wrong with that? Concentrate. Concentrate on the basenta. Concentrate on the sheep that you have. Concentrate on the people that you have. You will see that you start to retain them. Yeah. I meet pastors who are not concentrating on their church yet. They want their churches to grow. I say, ah. Is it like, are you using muti, muti and tricks or what? Today you are here. Tomorrow you are there. Tomorrow you are all over the place. Today you are, you are look, ministry is not on Facebook, okay? You see, one of the things the pandemic era deceived us was to think that ministry is on Facebook. All those people were doing great ministry on Facebook. What is happening now? It's convenient when we are under lockdown. But when lockdown is gone, people want to see each other direct. Like, because God made us such that we must feel one another. My body temperature must touch your body temperature. Because Bible says if two light, when two light together, there's heat. There must be some heat. You must, ah, you are warm. You are alive. You are warm. Not as warm as you, but you are warm. You are alive. They want to feel the warmth of one another. You want to feel the warmth of one another. Yeah, to be together. Don't you remember when they put us under lockdown for a long time? The day they release us that let us meet. Yeah! Ah, my God. Yeah. So you see them, the social media, we are on Facebook preaching every day. They are doing something on Facebook, saying this, saying that, saying that. Look, now that they say we can meet, we can be together, although it hasn't ended in, I mean, they don't have anything. Now even we don't read their social media posts. We don't even read anymore. We don't have time. We are busy meeting. I said we are busy meeting. So you see, you are not concentrating on what you are doing. It cannot grow. You can't retain the people. It's as simple as that. I said, look, that's one of the things that amazes me the most. A pastor who wants his church to grow, but he's just all over the place. Today he's here. Tomorrow he's here. I do prayer summit, meet conference. Boys are aglow. Women for Jesus. All be in your church and concentrate on your church and making your church grow. Even your members can feel when you don't have time for them. They can feel it. Ladies, don't you feel when your husband, you can see this husband, he doesn't have time for me. You won't say it. Okay, let's go for it. Okay, they didn't come to church. Oh, lighthouse husbands, they have time for their wives. Okay, okay, it's powerful. It's powerful. It's powerful. Yeah. The church members can feel it when you don't have time for them. Your basenta members can feel it. Why am I busy pushing basentas? Because I don't want anybody in the church to feel that we don't have time for them. And me alone, I can't have time for everybody. Like, sustain the way you want it. No. Once the people increase, in, in the church in Acts chapter 6, as soon as the, in, the church increased, a problem came in the church because some people felt they were being neglected. Please put the scripture there, Acts chapter 6. Bible says, in those days, when the number of disciples increased, 
or multiply. Acts chapter 6. Chapter verse 1. Verse 1, quickly. In those days when the number of disciples multiplied, there arose a memory between the Grecians and the Hebrews. Why? Because their widows were neglected in the daily ministry. As soon as the number increases, somebody will be neglected. So if we don't create a structure where everybody is taken care of, people will be neglected. So if you don't, as for neglect, it's very common. So if you with your small group, six people, eight people, you don't concentrate on them, then, 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 then they, 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 they are at a risk having you as their shepherd, having you as their basenta leader. I mean, you have four people. Monday to Monday, you can't visit them. Even if you visit one a week in a month, you, you cover everybody. If you call one a week, in a month, you cover everybody. But, but, but there's nothing to tell this person. You have to come up with something to tell the person. If you are looking for a beloved, don't you come up with things to tell her? Hello? Is there something? Is there news? Is, look, is, is the beloved an arms dealer that you ought to talk to the, the beloved about Ukraine? We can send some weapons to Ukraine or something. An arms dealer, you come up with something to talk to the person about. Yeah, 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 yeah. You come up with something. Sometimes, even, even, even. I mean, you just take the hello. Oh, I just called you by mistake. Sorry, but anyway, how are you? Yeah. Oh, my phone, my phone just dialed your number by mistake. Yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. But is is, is everything okay? So everything is fine. So how was school today? The, by mistake, it has turned into a 45 minutes conversation. You are able to come up with things to talk to the person about. Why can't you come up with things to talk to the sheep about? Hello? Why can't you come up with things to talk to the sheep about? Uh, you see, pastor, the sheep, she doesn't like talking at all. I agree with you. I agree with you. That's why I didn't say that the sheep should find something to talk to you about. I said you find something to talk to the sheep about. Yeah. Let the sheep just listen. Let the sheep just listen. A lot of husbands don't say much. But the wives make us listen. Yeah. You talk, uh, you be sitting there, you say, mm. oh, really? Yes. Did you hear what I said? Yes. Is that not, uh, what did you say? That's what you said. Yes. It's true. It's true. You think I'm not listening to you? I'm listening to you. Then they'll say, why are you not looking at me? Oh. I'll look at you. I listen with my ear, not my eye. But I'll look at you, no problem. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. No problem. Let the sheep behave like a normal, quintessential husband. And you talk to the sheep. Yeah. Concentrate. If you don't concentrate on the sheep that you have. I mean, sometimes I can ask for a question. Let me check and get back to you. I mean, how many are your people? 
many are your people that you have to check and get back to me? Peace is not on your mind. Recently, I had an exercise with my pastors. I said, I need a list of this. They went, now let's go and ask somebody for it. I said, me, if it's me, I won't need to ask anybody for any list. I have, do you know the number of times your name is in my notepad? If you like, come and take my notepad and start, you will see the number of times I've written your name. Sometimes I've even spelt your name wrong. Other places I spelt it right. You need somebody at the data office to give you the names of the... Oh, please, you are joking. You are what? Concentrate, Pastor Tyler. If you have 10 people, concentrate on them. You will retain them. There should be no 10 people. There should be no detail you don't know. Be like an FBI officer. Investigate them thoroughly. Yeah. If you know the pigmentation of their skin. Eye color. People. I know everything about them. 10 people you can't. Hey. Know everything about them. Concentrate on them. I'm saying that do what? Concentrate on them. If you concentrate on them, there'll be nothing you don't know. You won't miss anything. You won't miss anything. My sheep, I know their normal facial expression. I know when it's not where it's to be. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Even when they wear a mask, I know how their eyes are. Yeah. So when it's not, they say, I know, ah, something is not right here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Something is not right here. I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have sheep, when they look into my, they look down. When I see they look and they look up, something is wrong. <laughs> something is not where it must be. I'm telling you. I have sheep, as soon as they appear, they start smiling. If they appear, they are not smiling. There must be a problem at home. Sheep has changed her hairstyle, you don't notice. Hey. All my stories are true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't try me. I mean, you don't even notice that this is not the normal everyday hairstyle. Is it a, is there a 21st birthday party? Is there something happening somewhere? Has some money come? <laughs> Concentrate, 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 concentrate. If you concentrate on the people, you will keep them. Hallelujah. Last and final key. Engage the Holy Spirit. Engage. This is, the last, this is perhaps the most important of all the keys. Engage the Holy Spirit. I close with this one. Engage. The, if you want your basenta to grow, Engage the Holy Spirit. John 14, 16, Jesus said, I will send you another comforter. That word comforter is a helper. And he was talking about the Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. So Jesus said, I'm going to send you some. You see, when Jesus was on this earth, he helped the disciples with everything. Marital problems, financial issues, food, medical issues. Most of them didn't have medical aid. He helped them when they were sick. Healed their mother-in-law, healed everybody. No, Peter especially, no 
medical aid, heal their mother-in-law, everything for free. When he was going, he said, I'll send you somebody else and that person's job will be to help you. So, the Holy Spirit's job is to help us. And the Holy Spirit helps us in many areas. Romans 8, 26, the Bible tells us the Spirit helpeth us in our infirmities. Do you see that? He gives us an example. He says, even when it comes to prayer, we don't know what we ought to pray and how to pray. So, Jesus gives, Paul gives us an example that this is one of the areas where the Holy Spirit helps us. It was just an example. The Holy Spirit is not ju just to help us to pray. Many people, when you talk about the Holy Spirit, the only thing they can think about is speaking in tongues. But it goes beyond that. The help of the Holy Spirit goes beyond that. Paul was just making an example that even when it, when it comes to prayer, this is how the Holy Spirit helps us. But the Holy Spirit's job is to help us with everything. Now, one of the main areas that the Holy Spirit helps with is growing the church and growing centers and growing groups. Yeah. Pastor, how do you know it? Jesus himself recommended the Holy Spirit to us. Matthew chapter 9. Let's read from 36. Bible says, and when he saw the multitude, he was moved with compassion on them because they fainted and scattered abroad as sheep having no shepherd. 37. Then saith he unto his disciples, the harvest is truly plenteous, but the laborers are few. So he says, there's a lot of work to be done. Then 38, he gives a master key. He says, pray ye, 38, the Lord of the harvest, that he may send laborers into the harvest. He said, pray to who? The Lord of the harvest. Jesus said, Pray to the Holy Spirit. Ask the Holy Spirit to send laborers. Send helpers. Send people to help you with what you are doing. Luke chapter 10. Let's look at this same scripture in Luke chapter 10. Luke chapter 10 verse 1. This is Jesus is sending them out to do basentes. So he says, after these things, the Lord appointed other 70 also, and send them two by two before the face, before his face, into every city and place where he himself will come. So that's Jesus sending them out to go and do work. Look at the next verse. Therefore said he unto them, the harvest truly is great, but the laborers are few. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest. It means Pray or ask the Lord of the harvest that he will send laborers into the harvest field. He said, ask the Holy Spirit to help you. Ask him to send people to help you. Without engaging the Holy Spirit, you cannot, the Lord of the harvest means the master of the harvest. The master, Lord, Lord, master of the harvest. He said, ask the Holy Spirit to help you. Ask him. And one of the ways the Holy Spirit helps us with church growth and basenta work is to give us pillars, important people to help you with what you are doing. When you pray, ask him to send laborers, people to work. Laborers are different from consumers or people who are just the laborers are people who work. Have you, have you have been in church for some time, you've done church for some time, you see that some people when they come to the church, when they join the church, although they are new, they just want to do something. Then you have some people who just come, they just want to sit around. 
That's the difference. That's the difference. They want to sit around. But he says, one of the ways the Holy Spirit can help you is to bring people who will help you with what you are doing. Help you with what you are doing. When you engage the Holy Spirit and you ask the Holy Spirit to help, one of the things you will discover, you just start to find people who are just helping you. So you say, oh, we are meeting here. By you think there will be somebody. He, it's time to meet. You, you start calling the people. Hey, are you coming here? It's time. It's five o'clock. What time? Why are you being so late? Say, ah, you, who appointed you? The Holy Ghost. They, don't, they just don't know that it's the Holy Spirit who has appointed them. You will see some people, they will come and arrange the chairs. These are all helpers that the Holy Spirit is giving to you so that your basenta can work. Yeah. We invited a girl to church last Sunday. When she was coming, she invited four people and she came with them. She herself. We, we just invited you on Saturday. But, and, and, and it's not a full girl also. It's just a piscolite. Do you know piscolite? I mean a piece type of, I mean a small piece of girl. I mean, baby shark is even bitter. But I mean, small piece of girl like that. Yeah. Small piece of girl. It's like small, small in every sense. When we invited, when she was coming, she invited four new people and she came with them. Yeah. Invited all of them. To come to come with them. So you suddenly start finding these people. Instead of time wasters, people who eat all your food that you have, because we say, Basenta, you must break bread. They break all your bread. Yeah, till Sasko runs dry. Yeah, till Sasko runs dry, they'll eat all the bread in the Basenta. When you come, They've eaten them, and whilst they are at the basenta, as you're having them, some can even go into the fridge and take the children's yogurt. You know, some people are very bold, eh? No, some, some, some people are very bold. When they visit you, they don't only consume what you give them. They can go into the fridge and take more. Yeah, you will see they've gone into the fridge. There's the small, you see the yogurt, there's... The small one, then there's the big one, then they'll take the big one and they take a tablespoon. As they are talking to you, they are walking. And they eat the whole yogurt full. Meanwhile, you serve them juice and biscuit. So you'll be getting some of these members when they come to the house and they, they come for the basenta meeting, they go. The next two days, there must be some type of fasting, whether Daniel fasting. <laughs> because they came. eat your food for tomorrow, eat the children's, and they, Saturday, they never get Saturday. Even when the Basenta meeting is over, they don't want to go. They are sitting there. May you be delivered from such members. The meeting is over. They will not go. They are sitting there. Because when they saw the food being served and they were chewing the biscuit, they saw that, oh, you have prepared some food for the children. Well, the children are waiting for the meeting to close so they can have supper. So they are always mommy dilambile. Mama dilambile. <laughs> dilambile. So they can hear the dilambile from the children. So the meeting is over. They'll help you to see everybody off. They, they say, oh, they are cleaning with you. They are arranging their chairs. They won't go anywhere. 
and they know that the children are giving you pressure for food. You can only hold up for about 15 minutes. After that, you can't hold up any further. You have to serve the food. <laughs> so as you are serving, then they come to say, can I help you? Then they are beginning to move things. Then already the first thing they take is their spoon. The first thing they take when they get to the kitchen is their spoon. They have taken their spoon. So as they are then they'll be tasting their children's food. Hey, is it, is it rice or it's spaghetti? <laughs> but when you pray the Lord of the harvest, he'll release real helpers. Real helpers. Real helpers. Look, Everybody who is doing Basenta, tomorrow morning, wake up and pray and say, Lord of the harvest, send me helpers. Send me helpers. Send me helpers. I'm sorry for doing the Basenta without you. From today, take over the Basenta and send me helpers. You will see what will happen. In Acts chapter 2, when the Holy Ghost came down, the first thing that happened, the people began to speak in tongues. They caught a certain zeal. Immediately after that, the whole city gathered. Everybody gathered. Anytime the Holy Spirit moved in the book of Acts, people gathered. People just gathered. After the Holy, as soon as the Holy Spirit moved, people gathered. As soon as the Holy Spirit moved, people gathered. When the Lord of the harvest moves, people gather. People gather. People gather. It's time to engage him and let him gather the people. And finally, as I close, in one minute, 41 seconds, the final point, avoid excuses. Avoid excuses. That's the final key for this. Avoid excuses. Stop making excuses. And you know, it was raining. Well, you do you know that when it's raining, some churches are full? And you see my place. Uh, once you start talking like that, you cut yourself off from growth. When people feel, you do know that everybody, Bible talks about that two people went to build. One person built on a sand, one person built on a wood. It's the same wind that blew against both houses. One collapsed, one stood. What is affecting you affects everybody. Sometimes the presentation is just a little different, but it affects everybody. In my people, they are only students, so they don't. Last Sunday, a white man told me a, of, showed me a church which was built by students. Yeah, a church, massive church building was just built by. He said they would take one round fifty, two rounds fifty, one round fifty. They built that massive church. He said, my church, we only have students. We can't do anything. Hey. You'll be surprised. Students have more money than workers. Hey, Pastor, how can you say such an audacious and unbelievable something? Oh, relatively. Do you understand the law of relativity? Relatively, students have more money than workers. My children have more money than I have. Why? Why do I say so? Me, all my money, although in number, you, I'll deal with them later, don't worry. 
in number. Do you get it? In number. My, my, my balance is higher than their balance. But in responsibility. My responsibility is higher than their responsibility. Their money is just for them. My money is to give to them and to pay this and to pay that and to pay that. So I may have a lot, but all the money is tied up. When you're a student, what do you have to do? What do you have to do? I mean, tell me. Your parents buy clothes for you. They give you food. Then you get your nasfas. It's in your pocket. What do you use it for? What are you supposed to use it for? Do, do you get it? Nothing is tied to it. You make things, unnecessary things tied to it. But for the parent, there's water bill, there's light bill, there's rent, there's school fees. So, in your food, whilst you still have your nasfas, you still ask for us to send you monthly allowance. Workers usually don't have anything for themselves. Whatever, they have more money, but it's for different, different things. Students are just moving. When they get what, like going to school is like a profession. You just study and pass your exam, your parents pay you. That's all, and you have nothing to do. You have nothing to do. That's why as soon as you finish school and you come and join the workers, you realize that, ah, you're always in a certain state of... Where's all the money? Then that's when you wish, I want to go back to be a student. Yeah. So, relatively, they have more money. Those of you who have been students for do it's the students who don't believe what I'm saying. But those of you who have been students before and you are now workers, you see that, hey, we shall tell them again. Yeah, that's the truth. Stop making excuses. My place is too far. As soon as you, you see, what does the excuse do? Even the reason may be true. But what it does is that it gives you a failing mentality. Because you give yourself a reason to fail. Like it's acceptable to you if you don't succeed. Because you have a good reason. But you don't position yourself in such a way that I have to force and overcome this obstacle to break through. You don't see it like this, like this red carpet is the obstacle. Breakthrough is over there. If I can just cross this Red Sea, I will enter into the promised land. So you can look, Moses and the children of Israel, they, can, they could have looked at the Red Sea and said, hey, the way it is, let's go back to Pharaoh. And it would have been a legitimate reason. I mean, would you, if you had come to read the Bible today, that, and when Moses got to the Red Sea, he saw the Red Sea, and he turned back with the children of Israel and went back to become slaves in Egypt. And then you read that, and the Lord was angry with Moses. You'll be asking, that question, ah, why was God angry with Moses? What could Moses have done? But because Moses pressed on and parted the sea and walked through, today we enjoy the miracle of this place. So every excuse that you have, if you can break, you can overcome the excuse, you will go to success. 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 Yeah. You will break. If you can overcome. Yesterday my children were discussing a problem. We were driving back from Deb and they were discussing 
an issue with me. I said, look, I can give you a practical way. This big problem can be a very simple problem. Then I started to give it to them step by step, step by step. They said, ah, ooh. When they finished, no, they said, okay, they want to apply it on me. I said, no, I'm the, I'm the consultant. I finished giving you. <laughs> you can't start with me. Like one of them, I'm sure you know which of them. Say, say, Daddy. I said, hey, no, not. I gave you a, a wisdom key. Go and use the wisdom key somewhere else. Don't start it with me. Yeah. But somebody will sit there and say, roadblock, I'm going home. So you, get out of your excuses. Or else you cannot grow. So, you don't, in, in, in Bali, people are, Saturday, everybody is drunk. I've grown a church in an area where they are always drunk. Even the church was in a street. There's, we call the street Chovalali Street. Do you know Chovalali? Chovalali is a crosser drink. I'm sure the crosser people know it. It means push the person to sleep. Chovalali. <laughs> Something like that. At least I tried. At least I tried. You just had to listen intelligently. You would have gotten what I was saying. Chovalali. So, lala pansi. Chovalali. So, you chode you lale. Yes. They show you to lale. Chovalali. The church was on the, at the end of the street is the church. When you are coming Saturday, when you are doing outreach, the people are lying on the floor. They are not, you see, some, like this, was it this morning or yesterday? We saw somebody walking and the person was, it was yesterday. Yeah, a person is walking and going like this. So I explained to my pastors that no, it's not the person's fault. The earth is round. So it's not stable. As they are going, it's sloping. <laughs> yeah. It's, and, it's, and it's rotating also. It's rotating this way and it's rotating this way also. At the same time, how can a human being be stable? Do you get it? So I explained to them that these are the evidence that show that indeed the earth is round. Yeah. Because a normal human being must walk, but this person is going this way. But they, they are not going there. They are lying on the floor. The people that you say you are going to evangelize, listen, Jesus loves you. They are lying on the floor. They have been sleeping there for about two hours. How are you going to evangelize them? That's the street where the church is. Hey, when you are driving on the street, you have to avoid the human beings like you are avoiding potholes. But the church grew there. It grew there. It grew there. Yeah. My last service there was a weekday service where 222 people sitting on a weekday. Yeah, 222 people on a weekday evening like this on the Chovala Lake Street. <laughs> Pastor, you don't know Ipopomeni, Ipopomeni, Ipopomeni. Oh, please stop this, your Ipopomeni thing. Rise up and overcome the electronic popomen and let's go forward and stop what you are saying. Ipopomen, Ipopo what? Ipopo what? Ipopo what? And pastor, it's because you are at Christ at Hope Cathedral. Hey, stop that, stop that. Anything that is here in Christ, you can do it at Ipopomen. 
had a program. You see where I've gone to start a church. I had a program. When I finished the program, I was sitting with one of the pastors. I asked the pastor, why can't we do the same thing all our... I, when I had a program, I didn't have members. So I, I, I've just started a church, no members. I had a program. I invited all the branches. You bring your choir. You bring your... I, I made it like it's a major program. It's like World Cup Finals. And then all of you came. And I brought my small congregation... My small evangelism that I've done, I mean a piece of evangelism that I've done, I brought them to the service. When they saw you guys and the new people saw you, say, wow, the church is very big. I was saying in my head, look, all these people next week, they will not be here. Don't, don't be deceived. This choir, they will not be here. These dancers, they will not be here. You see the guy who has brought the light and he's taking the, he will not be here. All these people, they will not be here. Even the girl who's singing the song, she will not be here. You are the church. But when they saw, they said, wow. So when I finished, I asked one of my pastors, why can't all our branches do the same thing? Why can't? Why can't you do I'm doing a program. Hey, please, please, can I have the dancing stars? Once it doesn't clash with anything. Usually I do my service in the morning. Because I didn't want to clash with anybody, I had that service in the evening. So when I ask you, bring your film stars, bring your dancing stars, bring... It's not a problem. Why can't you do the same? I said, why can't you do the same in Ipopomeni? Why can't you do the same? Overcome the excuses. Overcome the excuses. Overcome the excuses. The excuses form a barrier in your head. Yeah. In your head. Not even for me. In your head. Because you already give yourself an acceptable reason to fail. But may you break that chain in the name of Jesus and begin to enjoy growth, growth, growth. May your basenta increase from glory to glory to glory to glory to glory in the name of Jesus. Stand to your feet. Let's bring this service to a close. Lift your hands, let us pray. Father, thank you for every basenta, every church, every branch represented here. Help us. Help us. Holy Spirit, we pray to you specially. The Lord of the harvest. Gather the people. Bring us workers. Bring us pillars. Jesus said we should pray to the Lord of the harvest to bring us workers, laborers, Bring workers into every basenta. Let every basenta be heavy laden with workers. People who will help with prayer. People who will help with evangelism. People who will help with anakazu. People who will help with mobilization. People who will help with follow up. People who will help with visitation. In every single basenta, oh God. In the name of Jesus. Help us. Raise up people, Lord. Bring people we have not met before. People we do not know with a mind to help, with a heart to help. In the name of Jesus. Help us to overcome our excuses. The excuses that cloud our minds and cloud our judgment. Help us to overcome them. May we be people who are focused on breaking through in spite of the challenges, in spite of the hurdles, in spite of the hindrances. Empower us to run through in the name of Jesus. That every percenta that is listening to me will begin to grow. Will begin to grow. Let's see expansion. Let's see growth in the name of Jesus. We give you glory and praise in Jesus.
Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. Oh, say a victorious Amen. Wow, you are here tonight. You don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Maybe somebody invited you. I want you to pray this prayer with me. Say, dear Lord Jesus, I accept that I'm a sinner. Please forgive me of all my sins. I believe that you died for me and you rose again. I confess that Jesus is the Lord of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for dying to save me. Amen. Why don't you put your hands together for the Lord? And you may be seated in the presence of God. Wow. Are you happy you've gone through these important keys? Yeah. Excuses. Anything. The lecturer is very difficult. You have just given yourself a good reason to fail. Yeah. But if you tell yourself, it's tough, but people are passing. I can also pass. You put in the necessary effort to pass. The lecturer is racist. Hey, stop what you are doing. The lecturer may be racist, but the course is not racist. Do the course and get out of the lecturer's class. Yeah. Hallelujah. Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 83 773 1605. God richly bless you.